welcome to The Travelling Introvert. Today I'm going to talk about workaholics. And the reason I want to talk about workaholics is because so many of us come and live in a workaholic environment. And we might not think about it, but you probably grew up or are working in a workaholic culture or maybe a family or even your business that you've almost self-imposed on yourself that you are now a workaholic. And what do I mean by a workaholic? And my question to you would be, when was the last time you left work on time? When was the last time you didn't take your laptop on vacation with you? When was the last time you didn't have your work emails on your phone and then you were checking every time there was a ping? It is so easy these days with the expected 24-hour access and people expecting you to respond very quickly that we become workaholics. And for introverts, it's even worse because part of that workaholic culture means that you do not have downtime or recharge time or creative brain time or just time to help prevent burnout and Zoom fatigue. So thinking about your average work day or work week, what does that look like? One thing that some people do is every day they look at their calendar and they try and make sure they have no more than, say, two or four hours of meetings on their calendar. Because let's be honest, how much are you really concentrating if you have more than four hours of meetings or conversations on your calendar? Some people go for four-day work weeks, so they preserve maybe a Wednesday or maybe a Friday morning or a Monday afternoon so they can do deep focused work or just have free time for anything that might pop up. What about vacation? I know that a lot of people do have very limited vacation depending on where they're living, but how can you strategically use that vacation to get what you need as a human? And what this all comes down to, and sort of also, how often do you check your email? How frequently do you respond to people immediately? All of these things tend to be because we have a lack of limits and guardrails and boundaries. Without limits in a fully flexible remote first environment, it is super, super easy just to keep on working and to be working constantly, not consistently, constantly. Especially if you've grown up in a school, with a university, with people around you and your family and the culture that is workaholics related. You might obsess over your client designs, you might obsess over your clients, you might obsess over the project that you're doing. And it feels great until it doesn't. Because without guardrails and boundaries and limitations, you're more than likely to work 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15 hours a day. And when I say work, is it going to be quality work? Or is it going to be work under stress and duress? And when you're tired, when you work these kind of days, you're not giving yourself time to be sick, to take a break, just to breathe, to give your eyes a rest from the screen. There's things that we don't do. So clear limits to meetings and work hours helps prevent burnout, helps prevent Zoom fatigue, helps prevent you 
from doing harm to yourself. You need clear limits and boundaries. Most people are way more productive and focused when they have a self-imposed boundaries, limitations, maybe even a condensed schedule. And sure, you might not always achieve that goal of having no meeting Monday, but if you do it more more than not, you will see the benefits. It ca- you need to be intentional about putting in these guardrails. You need to be intentional about setting these boundaries each week, each day to ensure balance and focus productivity without wasted time. And a lot of it can be done with asynchronous sort of practices. But just something to think about. Are you a workaholic? Thank you for listening. This is Janice at thecareerintrovert.com, helping you build your brand and get hired. Have a great rest of your week.